Alright, it's December 6th. I've been told by people in the know it's another fantastic Christmas calendar with GRTV. Bit of a sad one today, unfortunately. Um, we're talking about departures, memoriams, people that have unfortunately moved on to oh. bigger, better things or perhaps into the great outdoors. Just um, almost feels like we're going to talk about people who have passed away now, but that's well, not quite it, the... It tugs the heartstrings, I have to say. Though not every single um, highlight, shall we say, of the year has been so incredibly heartfelt. Um, mm. But for me, I, I mean, we're going to talk about the figures that we've really defined this year, but I actually wouldn't mind starting with Studio Liverpool. Because mm. I think for me personally, uh, as an avid Wipeout fan, I mean, I picked up the PS1 for Wipeout and I've stuck with that series through thick and thin to finally see, not finally see, but to hear that the studio would close down after uh, releasing the Fantastic Vita launch yeah. Wipeout was, was a real, real shame. And I think to see um, the replies, the Twitter responses, and certainly even replies on their official Facebook page was just overwhelming. Mm. And I think it really showed that Whilst uh, it's not really Cygnosis anymore and Studio yeah. Liverpool maybe aren't the same uh, the same staff members as the original mm. core team, um, there's a lot of fond memories there. And I think that's a large chunk of the, the PlayStation era has just disappeared. Yeah. And really, I mean... I Even if, if Wipeout lives on, mm. it's still the end of an era. So yeah, it's still it not Wipeout yeah. properly. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, I, I almost got a tattoo done. I'm still thinking about it. All that amazing Designers Republic artwork that they had through the first three mm. three games, I was actually going to get like one done up my leg as a sort of like, and I've never had that, never thought about doing that with games before. And how, how much would that increase your speed? <laughs> if I had ice kicks, I would go, man. I would go. But it's, it's not the only closure or departure no. this year. I think, I think one of the more sort of publicized and, and mm. massive ones was 38 Studios that just crashed and burned after Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Uh, of course, both big, huge games and 30, 38 Studios. Uh, Kurt Schilling, the uh, Major League Baseball pitcher, he had a vision. <laughs> And he had, uh, you know, he tried to get as much money as possible. He got Rhode Island to mm. give him a lot of money and to fund the studio. The problem was just that he needed more. Yeah. And the money was ble the, the the company was bleeding badly, and they couldn't find more uh, backing. And also, I guess, like the whole sort of MMO scene is like to to try and pitch a subscription-based MMO in the region of a hundred million dollars mm. for budget it's just it's hard yeah and and there are so many stories about it but it's just actually spectacular i mean it's almost like uh i guess real-time worlds is the closest yeah. thing i can think of in terms of like just crashing and burning and and you know such a short Again, time it's even the with kingdoms is an absolutely fantastic game it's a great game yeah. it's just it's, it's different if it's a if a first project comes out and it's, it's pretty poor mm. this wasn't there's no. a lot of high hopes for it, it really yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see if there's actually anything comes of that uh, Copernicus MMO, mm. if, if anyone ever sort of tries to salvage this. I think it was a little bit, it was not far enough along perhaps, yeah. for it to be like a, a feasible thing for uh, you know, one of those free-to-play farms to, to just take up. But yeah, they went out of business and, and we also had Radical. Mm -hmm. uh, when they finished Prototype 2, mm -hmm. uh, they went out of business. But there, there's also an, another thing that a lot of important people have left their positions this year and sort of left the studios that they founded and left or defined, perhaps, yes. better word for it. Um, Let me see Cliff 
Clint Brzezinski. Um, and we don't really know where he's going. He did do a beach, series or? of uh, comedic tweaks. We assumed to be comedic um, yeah. at various studios around the world. And um, he had uh, he sort of tweeted a few things about how he helped him studios improve their IP and everything like that. But God knows, maybe that's it. Maybe he just wants a vacation. He's fed yeah. up with chainsaws and blood it, and locust. I guess he started at, at uh, Epic as like 17 or something like yeah, that, man. So he, he deserves a vacation. It's one of those things, yeah, you look at it and go, if you want to take a break, fair play to you. Yeah. Um, of course, we had a couple of, of doctors leave the industry as well. Unfortunately I, so. According to the... Out. Yep. They, they left the industry altogether. I think Greg Shashak, he's doing beer documentaries, <laughs> and Ray Maizuk is trying to, to uh, improve the world, basically, in different projects. He wants to be uh, a social entrepreneur, help, mm. uh, help uh, companies that have a social agenda or trying to help out in a social way. Um, I would say the weird, the weird thing is, like you said, it's, it's, it's people that have defined these franchises. Mm. Mass Effect is continuing, Gears yeah. of War is continuing, but even though it's one, two people, key personnel that you, you will reflect on and think the games won't just be quite the same. You, you just like have to there. wonder how different Bioware will be under someone else's mm. management than what they were. I mean, we're, we're already seeing, already when they were there, Bioware changed a lot with the EA purchase and, and, yeah. and how it was split up and, and now the new Mass Effect is being done by Montreal. It's not the same Bioware anymore and, and, and it just puts the exclamation mark on that with those two guys leaving, um, yeah. And third, final guy who left this year. Do you remember? No, no. Peter Molyneux. Oh yeah, Molyneux. So that long time. That guy, that guy, so long ago. No, that that I'm I'm uh, I'm jesting really. Uh, it was really really weird that um, actually talking about uh, showcase again. That I actually interviewed Molyneux maybe a week, couple of weeks before mm. he actually quit, and at that point, I, it was obviously on the way out. Mm. And I remember sort of asking him about w what the future held for Lionhead. Um, I think the moment, the future at the moment is um, we've got Heroes. Um, uh, I, I, I don't know if we've announced a release date. Have we? No, we haven't announced release date. <laughs> Coming sometime soon, and then we've got Journey. So that's a real focus. And then I'm sure there's going to be sort of lots of exciting projects coming out of Lionhead in the future. And the, w the way he said it, again, retrospect, you think about what the way he phrased it. He said, yeah. I'm sure whatever they do, they'll do well. And it was very much that distinction yeah. of like them, yeah. as in me versus them. And just seeing them going on. But again, maybe not bigger and better things, more diverse things that he's mm. working on. A little bit more freedom, perhaps, mm -hmm. than what he had at, at Lionhead. Um, there are some other studios and, and people we should mention, uh, like Zipper Interactive, mm. for instance, went out. Um, what else was there? Oh, um, who else, who else? The final guy left Infinity Ward, Robert Bowling. Yes, there we go. Uh, uh, I, I'm not sure that he qualifies to be mentioned in like Cliff Blasinski and, and the Bioware Doctors and Peter Molyneux category, but he's got some new great ideas coming. And, and he was sort of that final guy that people recognized from Infinity War that was still left there. Yeah. So it's just it's just such a shame. I mean, it, it's happening every year. I mean, the worst thing is we've come to accept it now. Yeah. It's like, okay, in the next 12 months, who's going under? Actually, when I was looking through uh, mm. researching for this show, I thought it would have been even worse than it yeah. was. You know, I thought it'd been more studios closure, but it's been ongoing for a few years now. And, and 
maybe we got a few more before before things start to pick up again. But I guess there's always this turnover in the industry as well. Well, hopefully we'll have something a bit cheerier to talk about tomorrow anyway. <laughs> That's us for today. Always enough, hang on. We're going to get our newest indie darling up and ready. And also we will have Emily with today's competition and come back tomorrow for all new exciting Christmas calendar shindigs. Uh, so yeah, the indie game I've been playing recently, uh, I've been playing actually a lot of strategy games, uh, obviously you've uh, researched for Company of Heroes 2. One I found I found really interesting was uh, sort of an indie title called Hex Empire. Uh, it's basically Risk meets uh, Advanced Wars, and it's uh, kind of, you defend an, your capital city of your empire using these little hexagonal blocks that you can sort of only move and uh, sort of fire from limited positions. It's a really interesting game. It's very different from anything I've played recently and I highly recommend people giving it a try. That was a trailer for Viking Battle for Asgard. Today my question is, what game series is the developer Creative Assembly best known for? If you think you know the answer, write us an email at xmas.gamereactor.eu with the answer in the subject line. Make sure we get your email before 12 noon tomorrow, Central European time, for a chance to win Battle for Asgard on Steam. Best of luck.